Hallelujah. He is worthy. Amen. Of all of the praise, the honor, and the glory that we are able to give him tonight. Amen. 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 Again, it's good to be here in the house. Amen. Under the tent. Amen. The tabernacle. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, we're moving into, amen, the end of this week. Amen. On Friday at sundown. Amen. Brings in the uh, fall feasts on God's calendar. Hallelujah. Amen. The head of the year. Amen. And we're just knowing that change. Amen. Is happening. No matter what's happening in the world. Hallelujah. We still got to praise and worship. Amen. For the Lord. Amen. And we're thankful. Thankful for that tonight. Praise God. Praise God. It is an honor. Amen. And a privilege to have uh, evangelist John Carter with us tonight. Amen. And we're uh, so appreciative of him, amen, and the ministry that God has uh, uh, just gifted him and placed, uh, amen, in his life. And I know that uh, he'll be a blessing to you if uh, you've never heard him before. You're going to be blessed tonight. But amen. Will you put your hands together one more time for the Lord and for evangelist John Carter as he comes tonight, amen, to obey the now keep it going for the Lamb of God, the Lion of Judah, the keeper of our souls. He is under the tent of meeting tonight with us. Let's love on Jesus a minute. Let's welcome his majesty, the Lord Jesus Christ. We love you, Lord. We bless you. We thank you. You are worthy as they sang tonight. What a joy it is to be back at Judah Tabernacle. Man, I missed you guys. It is good to be back. Pastor Leslie and his amazing team and family, my buddy Matthew, that first time I came to Columbus, I had never been to this city before, and he met me out there, and uh, we just became friends. We, we text back and forth, and, and sometimes he'll just pop up on my phone when I least expect it, and I'm going through some things, and just, and just to think about his face lifts me up. Amen. And uh, I'm just so honored. I have made friends, as Pastor Jeff said, that feel like family to me here in Columbus, Ohio. You guys have just welcomed me in, and I appreciate you so, so very much. And I know Lee is the same way. We travel all over the country together, and sometimes he goes, and, and sometimes he don't always say it, but it's reluctantly. But he's always excited when we're coming to Columbus. So you have made a mark on Mr. Lee, and I appreciate him driving me up this afternoon, and I have just been chomping at the bit to be here. I'm glad to hear that I didn't kick off things. Pastor already got things hot for me today, and I'm just going to jump on the train running if that is all right with you. I'm going to grab my Bible, and I ask you to join me and grab your Bible, and whether it is the pages that turn, or I know now sometimes we've got the apps on our phone, our tablets, smart device. I remember the first time I preached a youth meeting, I looked out and everybody was on their phone. I started to get mad, and, and somebody told me they were on their Bibles. So, uh, amen. I had to get up to speed. Praise God. But wherever your Bible is, grab your Bible. Turn with me to Luke's gospel. It is great to see every age and stage and walk of life here under the tent. You know 
you have a blessed ministry when you look out and you see all manners of people from every walk and stage of life. I think that is what the body of Christ looks like. It's like Joseph. It's a coat of many colors. Amen. Many ages, many stages from every walk of life. And it's beautiful. I love it. You know, uniformity is when everybody looks like you, dresses like you, when, when everybody looks the same. But unity is when we can come from every avenue of life and still come together underneath one banner and that is the name above every name that at that name of Jesus every knee shall bow of things in heaven of things in earth of things under the earth and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I wish somebody in here that believes that would give him a shout of praise. Before I go to this text, I love this theme, restoring the years, because I know what it means to feel like I have lost years. It's one thing to lose money. It's one thing to lose friends. It's one thing to lose people. It's one thing to lose material possessions. And I'm not, I'm not saying anything to belittle that. I, I, I know uh, when I was a child, uh, our house burned down. And it's, it, it's terrible to lose material possessions. But above all else, you can take my stuff, but don't waste my time. Because you can get money back. You get stuff back. But we're not getting time back. Come on, somebody. Solomon, the wise man, had more wealth and riches. Even the queen of Sheba, he took her breath away. He was so awe-inspiring. But at the end of his days, even Solomon said, Vanity is all vanity. Don't waste your time. I've come to the end of my life. And I've got all this money and I can't buy back one day Jimmy Buffett took one little old beachy song and made more money than any entertainer he took that vibe of being on the beach made Margaritaville restaurants hotels and sitting on all that money beach bumping and all that couldn't buy him one more day come on am I telling the truth Hallelujah. But I'm glad I serve a God that in. And this is what I want to say. This is what I heard in my spirit. This is not what I'm preaching. But this is what I heard in my spirit for this tent meeting, for this theme restoring the years, that in a moment God can restore years. In a moment under this tent. In a moment in this altar. In a moment of praise. In a moment of worship. In a moment of prayer. God can restore years that the enemy has taken away. And I heard the Lord say under this tent this week. There's going to be some God moments. That's going to turn back the hands of time. That's going to wind the clock. That's going to get 
give you back years that the enemy has wasted, the enemy has taken, the enemy has stolen. If we can get lost in one of those God moments here under this tent tonight, somebody under here, give him a shout of praise if you believe it. Grab your Bible, stand to your feet. We're going to be in Luke, Gospel of St. Luke, chapter number 17. There you will find my assignment on tonight. One of, to me, the most mysterious miracles of all the Bible. If you look at it on surface, it's straightforward, but if you dig into it, there's some powerful truth that is hidden here that I want to unpack on this Sunday night. And then I'm going to step out of the way and let the Lord have his way. But tonight in Luke 17, beginning at verse number 12, the word of the Lord reads on this wise. And as he, meaning Jesus, entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers. And the only thing it says about them, which stood far off. They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Be healed. He said unto them, Behold. No. What did he say? He said, Go show yourself. Go to church. <laughs> it's almost like he said, I got time to be bothered with y'all. Go show yourself to the priests. It came to pass that as they went. Somebody say as they went. As they, went. they were what? Cleanse. File that word away. And one of them. Somebody shout which one. I'm going I'm to talk about that question in a little bit. When he saw that he was what? Healed. healed. So they're cleansed. And we got one saw he was healed. Turned back. And with a loud voice yes. glorified God and fell down on his face yes. at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith. Nine were cleansed. One saw he was healed. But Jesus said, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee what? Oh. What? Oh. Whole. Look over at somebody and tell them, say, give me the whole story. Give me the whole story. I, I, I didn't come for the cleanse. I didn't come uh, for, for, for just the heal. I, give me the whole story. Let's pray. Father, I come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask you, Lord, to give me the kind of anointing that makes preaching effective. Let your word go forth in power and in demonstration. Feed us tonight. Speak to us tonight. Most of all, change us tonight. Lord, I'm nothing without you. I will speak your word. Fill my mouth. Fill my heart. Fill my mind. But most of all, Fill your people, heal your people, and make us whole before we leave this tent. And I will forever give you the praise. Wind back the clock. Uh, turn back the hands of time. Restore the years, and I'll forever give you praise in Jesus' name. God's people said, 
Amen. You may be seated in the presence. Just as you're sitting down, look at somebody and tell them, I want the whole story. I want the whole story. Last week, I was amazed to see that blue moon over Kentucky. They call it the blue moon. It was a super moon. One of those nights when not only is the moon full, but it's the closest that it comes to earth. Did anybody else see that? But even as magnificent and close and full and beautiful as it was, astronomers and scientists tell us that no man on this earth that has not been in a spaceship, that has not been launched into outer space, nobody who has always been here on earth has ever seen the entirety of the moon. Even on a full moon, we haven't seen the whole story. In fact, they say that even on a night like that, we only see, Brother Matthew, 59% of the moon. 41% is still hidden. We call it the dark side or the far side. Of the moon. You haven't been in a spaceship. I, I don't guess I have any astronauts here tonight. If I do, just lift your hand and I'll stand corrected. But none of us have seen 41% of the moon. We've seen the crescent. We've seen the half. We've seen the full. But we've never seen the whole. The entirety. And... I believe it was Mark Twain that said, man is like the moon. No one has seen. I'm kicking that up so you can see the whole. Hallelujah. That was a sermon illustration. Mark Twain said, man is like the moon. No one has seen every side. No one has seen the whole. No one has seen the entirety. People in your life, in fact, acquaintances may see the crescent. Friends may see the half. Family might even think they've got the full. But nobody but God Amen. has the whole story. Amen. Knows all you've been through to make you who you are. Knows the good, the bad, and the ugly. But we have one promise and that is, for we know all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. God don't just want to use the crescent. He don't want to just use the half. He don't want to just use the full. But he wants to use the whole story. Everything that you have walked through, you have endured, you have faced, he will take it and weave a tapestry of your life that will fulfill his purpose. 
purpose uh, that will bless, uh, that will change, uh, that will alter. I wish somebody in here right now, just before I dig into this, would throw up your hands and praise God uh, for the whole story. Some know the full, some know the half, uh, but I wish somebody would say, thank you, Jesus, uh, for the whole story, because I know you're going to use uh, every inch, every facet, every dark corner of my story to be a light, to be a blessing, to be strength to somebody. You're going to restore the years that the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, the locust has eaten. You are going to bless the whole story of my life. Somebody give him a shout. And I told you this particular miracle to me is one of the most mysterious because it hides more than it reveals. So much is left out. Ten men's full, whole stories encapsulized in just a few verses. We only get minor details about them all we know is that they are lepers and that they stood afar off crying out to Jesus Jesus master have mercy on us we don't know how they got there we don't know how long they've been there we don't know their name their background all we know is that they are lepers. But possibly that's all that we need to know. Because upon a little digging, we will find that leprosy was a disease that caused people to not only suffer, but to endure isolation, agonizing. Imprison the number one punishment that you can impose on an inmate is not a beating or a lashing or even more time, but it is solitary confinement to be left by yourself. Leprosy was an isolating disease because much like the COVID pandemic of the last three years, you were quarantined, but not for a week, not for two weeks, but you were quarantined until the disease went away. And for most, it was until they died. They were isolated from their family, from their wives, from their children, from if they were old enough from their grandchildren these men were pushed away no longer could they hold their wives no longer could they hug their children but did that matter much anyway because the number one characteristic of leprosy is that it kills the nerves so that you lose your sense of touch your sense of feel the nerves in the body in one painful moment die 
And now you can no longer feel. You can no longer touch. And touch is important to the point that it is the first sense that is activated in a newborn baby before they can see, before they can heal, hear, before they can taste, before they can smell. They can feel. They can touch. Do you know the biggest organ in your body? It's not your heart. It's not your lungs. It's not your liver. The largest organ in your body is your skin. The thing that was made to feel. The thing that was made to touch. And anyone smitten with leprosy, not only were they distanced, not only were they excommunicated, it wouldn't have mattered much anyway because they're numb to touch. They're numb to feel. They can't feel a caress. They can't feel a handshake, a hug. They can't hear feel connection from any human being anymore somebody said well I thought leprosy was a disease where you lost extremities you lost body parts you lost fingers you lost toes that is true but it's not exactly like you think it's not that they simply rot off what happens is because they cannot feel Insects, rodents, animals would come and eat off the fingers, eat off the toes, eat off the extremities. In some cases, uh, they would cut or they would burn uh, and they didn't even realize it because they couldn't feel it. Uh, and so because uh, they didn't tend uh, to the wound, uh, the wound became infected uh, and the body parts uh, would just fall off. Uh, it is death uh, by inches. Uh, they lost uh, a little bit at a time. Uh, a finger here, a toe here, maybe an ear, uh, maybe a nose uh, to the point that they did not recognize themselves in the mirror. You're sitting there and you're saying, why are you giving me a lecture or a lesson on leprosy? But, my friends, it sounds too familiar to grow numb to the point you can't feel anymore. And all of a sudden, you start losing stuff. And you don't even know where. And you don't even know when uh, you just wake up one day uh, and not your finger not your toe uh, but your joy is gone uh, your love's gone uh, your peace is gone uh, your praise is gone oh come on somebody your worship is gone uh, your ministry is gone uh, little by little uh, the enemy comes uh, and just eats away uh, nibbles away uh, but this week we're preaching uh, on the God that restores uh, what the locust uh, the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm restores the years that the years that you've lost, years you've been numb, years you couldn't feel, years you couldn't touch, but I serve a God who can restore everything the enemy's eaten off, gnawed off, pulled off, cut I wish somebody in here that's lost some stuff through the years that believes we serve a God that can put it back my God somebody in here give him a shout 
while they wake up, they've lost finger. I'm down to my last finger. Uh, and maybe they bandaged it up. Because in church, we've become cover-up artists. Sunday is the biggest cover-up day of the week. Hollywood's been on a writer's strike. But if the actors ever go on strike, they can find some Academy Award winners in the church. Just look straight ahead. Pretend like you have no clue what I'm talking about. But we have become specialists of our nerves being shot, growing numb, can't feel, and walking in church covering up all the stuff we've lost, all the stuff uh, the enemy's eaten, uh, gnawed at, uh, chewed on. Uh, just cover it up uh, and walk in hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, just cover up, uh, hide uh, all of the stuff. Uh, oh, come on. Can I preach the whole story tonight? I know, I, I know you used to get in the crescent and the half. Not at Judah Tabernacle, but maybe on the internet or something. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but tonight we're not just going to get the full course meal. We're going to get the whole story. Oh, can't feel. Grown numb. Nerves are shot. Losing stuff little by little. Covering it up. Hiding it. Consuming sealing it uh, and pretending like uh, everything is all right uh, and then when Jesus shows up uh, we're standing afar off and don't even realize it don't know when that distance came don't know when we got so far but I want to take a minute tonight and praise the God that's not intimidated by how far we've distanced ourselves. I'm glad that I serve a God that's not into social distancing. Come on, somebody. Oh, when people distance themselves, when church folk distance themselves, when family distance themselves, when we've grown numb and we can't feel the praise anymore, can't feel the Spirit, can't feel the Holy Ghost, can't feel the message. We've grown numb to the Word. We've grown numb to the worship we've gone numb to the move of God and we find ourselves cold and distant and afar off I'm glad that I serve a God that said if you'll draw nigh to me I'll draw nigh to you just take a step in my direction and I'm not afraid to come closer I'm not afraid to draw near I wish somebody in here that'll be real and tell the whole story. I've been afar off. I've been numb. I've been angry. I've been in places that I couldn't feel. But I'm glad that even afar off, Jesus heard my cry. Jesus called my name. Jesus met me where I am and touched me and strengthened 
strengthened me and lifted me up. I wish somebody that's got a whole story would throw up your hands and praise the God. Will hear you even afar off. That'll call your name even when there's distance between you and him. They're far off, but they knew who to call on. Hey, somebody in here says, yeah, I've been afar off. I wouldn't even come when it was indoors. I came to the tent because I'm afraid the roof would fall in. If I walked in the church house, you wouldn't believe how many times I hear that. But I come to an outdoor meeting. I'll come to a tent. I may be afar off, but I know who to call. Come on, look at somebody say, who you going to call? I ain't talking about Ghostbusters. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. Hey, I'm talking about the one that'll fill you, the one that'll heal you, the one that'll thrill you. Oh, come on. I know who to call. I know whose name to speak in the midnight hour of my situation. They said, far off, but I'm going to call. Hiding stuff, but I'm going to call. Lost stuff, but I'm going to call. Brittle, broken bones, but I'm going to call. Weary, but I'm going to call. Tired, but I'm going to call on his name. And as they call on his name, Jesus opened his mouth and said, Be healed. Come here. Let me lay my hands on you. Let me touch you. Y'all amening, but that ain't what he said. He saw these lepers coming. And he was like y'all when COVID was real hot. Go take that somewhere else. Pastor ain't shutting me down. He knows where I'm going. Go show yourself to the priest. Go to the church house. Go where the preachers are. Come on. Go show yourself. Why? Priests didn't heal. Prophets did in the Old Testament. Priests weren't, weren't healers. They were sacrament. They were ceremonial. What kind of sacrament? What kind of ceremony? You don't find it in the text. You don't get the whole story in Luke. To get the whole story, you've got to go to Numbers. And you find that when a leper was cleansed, they would take the ashes of a red heifer and would sprinkle on them and declare them clean. Declare them healed. Y'all with in fact, from Moses until now, there's been nine red heifers. And they're waiting for the tenth. I hear they got candidates. You probably know more about this than I do. I hear they got candidates. And they're talking about rebuilding the temple when they find the tenth red heifer. 
But see, back in Jesus' day, they'd been out of ashes for a long time. But back then, they were still plenteous. They still had some of the nine that they could sprinkle. And Jesus said, you not only have to be healed and cleansed, but to re-enter society, you have to be declared clean. You have to be declared healed. So he tells them, go show yourself to the priests so he can sprinkle the ashes of one of the nine red heifers on you and you can be declared healed, declared cleansed. And the Bible said, as they went. That might be my favorite part of the story. As they went. See, the problem with us is we want to be healed, then I'll go. Delivered, then I'll go. Money in the bank, then I'll go. Friends, help, support, then I'll go. God, give me what I need, then I'll go. But the Bible said, as they went, they were healed. They were cleansed. Some of you are waiting on God, but God is waiting on you. God said, as you go, as you go to the tent, as you go to the house of God, as you go to the altar, as you go into prayer, as you go into praise, as you shout, as you worship, as you call on my name, that's when I'm going to heal you. That's when I'm going cleanse you. That's when I'm going to wish somebody on this Sunday night that says Lord I'll go. I'll praise. I'll walk. I'll talk. I'll do whatever you want me to do and then you can heal me. I wish you would throw up your hands right now and praise him on credit. As you go as you do it oh we want to say Lord you fix me and then I'll go but God said you go then I'll fix you then I'll heal you then I'll touch you then I'll redeem you then I'll deliver you then I'll lift you up but first I want you to make a step in my direction you go and I'll go you move and I'll move They start going. And all of a sudden, as they went, it don't tell us. We didn't get the whole story. It, it don't tell us how far they went. It don't tell us how close they were to the temple. All we know is there was a moment where one of them said, wait a minute. I feel that hot Judean sun. Beaming down on my head. Wait. One of them reached over and touched the other one with his two fingers that he had left. Do you feel that? Do you feel that? I feel, I feel that in my finger. Do you feel that on your arm? Oh, wait a minute. I'm not numb no more. Oh, my nerves ain't shot no more. 
I can feel something again. Oh, under this tent, I heard the Lord say there's some people that ain't felt nothing in a while, that ain't sensed nothing in a while, that ain't experienced nothing in a while. You're going to feel it again. Oh, you're going to experience it again. Oh, you're going to touch him again. Oh, I wish somebody in here that's tired of being numb, that's ready to feel the presence of God under this tent. Throw up your hands and give him a shout of praise across this sacred space called sanctuary. I can feel it. I can feel it. Oh, they were cleansed. And one, 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 one got the revelation. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm feeling stuff I didn't feel before. My senses are back intact. Oh, oh, I can touch again. I can feel again. Oh, my nerves have been restored. I'm, I'm healed. And he's in a quandary because he says, wait a minute. I know that guy told me to go show myself to the priest. He's starting to turn around. The other nine guys are like, wait a minute. You don't want to disobey and mess this up. He told us to go to the temple. He told us to go to the church, to the priests. And you try and, uh, uh, come on, come on. Because uh, there's an argument to be made. He was really disobeying. But could it be the nine were going on information? And the one was going on revelation. I love the Bible said he was a Samaritan. He wasn't a religious guy. Come on. He didn't grow up in temple worship. Sometimes you can reach outsiders uh, more than you can insiders. Come on. Hey, folk that's steeped in tradition uh, will sometimes miss uh, revelation. Is this all right? rest of them were thinking priests they were thinking the guy in the temple brother but this guy said wait a minute oh he's saying which priest I know he said go show myself to the priests but look at me I'm healed could that be the priest could that be the one that I need to go to could that be the one I need to get in his presence. Oh, I know he said go find the earthly priest, but I think I just met the heavenly priest. I know, I know that's the law, but could this be grace? I know that's religion, but could that be the relationship that I'm looking Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, and this is the quandary that we are in tonight. If you want the whole story, if you want to restore the years, you ain't going to find it with the earthly priest. You're not going to find it in tradition. You're not going to find Find it in buildings. You're not going to find it in denominations. But we have a high priest that can be touched. I said we have a high priest. Oh, you can go 
to them unless the priest if you want to. But I just got my feeling back. And this is a high priest that can be touched with the feeling of my infirmity. I wish on this Sunday night somebody that's ready to turn back to the high priest, the heavenly priest, the true priest. Get on your feet, lift up your hands, and say, I'm ready to feel him again, to touch him again. That's why we're under this tent tonight. Because a church building won't give you the whole story. Come on, buildings, budgets, and baptism won't give you the whole story. Oh, come on, bishops, pastors, worship teams. Oh, we might get the full, but we won't give you the whole story. The whole story only comes from the high priest that can be touched. Heaven's pre- Can I say it this way? Nine lepers went looking for the nine red heifers. And the Jews are still looking for the tenth. But I'm glad I found the lamb that taketh away the sins of the world. One said, you can have the nine red heifers. I'm going to the lamb that shed his blood. I'm going to the lamb that can feel, that can touch, that can change, that can move. Somebody in here that's glad he found you. Get on your feet. Lift up your hands. Give him a shout. You can have religion, give me a relationship. You can have the law, but give me grace for what the law could not do in that it was weak in the flesh. God sent his son in the likeness of sinful flesh that we might be made the righteousness of God. I'm just glad you found the high priest. I'm glad you invited me back again to Columbus. Uh, but these earthly priests can only do so much. Can only do so far. Woo! Uh, we got to be like the Samaritan that says, wait a minute. Uh, I need the heavenly priest. I need the one that heals, that saves, that delivers. You can run after tradition if you want to. But I think I just found the one. He said, go show myself to the priest. Maybe he's the priest. I'm going to go show myself to him first. I'm not saying he didn't go to the temple. He went and he got declared. But the temple ain't going to do you no good till you fall in love with the God of the temple. Come on. Hallelujah. 
church ain't going to do you much good uh, until you find the crass of the church. Turned around. Said, y'all can go after the nine. I found the tenth. Hallelujah. Woo! I found the tenth. Glory to God. And and he he turned back, fell on his face, and gave thanks. And Jesus said, where are the nine? Hallelujah. Where are the nine? Nine went after religion. Nine went after earthly priests and they got cleansed they got healed you can come under this tent and you can get something just being in the atmosphere but it's only when you find the God of the Bible the Christ of the church that you get the whole story. My God, I feel this word tonight. And when he went back, and Jesus said, Only this one return to give glory to God. Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee not cleansed. Not healed, but whole. All of a sudden, this guy said, wait a minute. With my two fingers, I started feeling, but I'm feeling something I ain't felt there in a long time. See, healed means the disease is stopped. Cleansed means... The leprosy is over, but the scars, the damage, the losses remain. Oh, come on, somebody. You remember this from COVID. You could be negative and still have the brain fog. Come on. You could be in the negative and still be on uh, the respirator. In leprosy, you could be cleansed. You could feel again, but you still have the scars you're still reminded of what you lost but the one that found the heavenly priest the one oh that went after oh the son of the living God the one that recognized who he really was the one that returned and gave thanks and gave glory the Bible said he got the whole story I looked at my hands and my hands look new I looked at my feet and my feet did too I got back the years 
that the enemy chewed and gnawed and bit and eat. I got back everything that I lost. Oh, is so-so. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Oh, I came to tell somebody, I know you're saved. I know you're cleansed. I know you're healed. But tonight, under this tent, God wants to restore the years that the enemy has taken. He wants to give you the whole story of your life. Lift up your head. Lift up your voice. Look at somebody say so so. You thought you was being negative and you didn't know you was prophesying whole. Nothing missing, nothing broken, everything back in its rightful place. The theme of this meeting is restore. Like restore, storehouses, store, stock, it means restock. And we think a restore to get everything back you lost. We think of restore like restoring furniture, put it back the way it was. But restore in the Hebrew, it means not only to put it back like it was, but restock higher. Come on. Restock greater. Restore in better condition with more, with extra. For all you've lost in these last years, God said, I'm going to give you more than you bargained for, more than meets the eye. I'm going to give you interest. I'm going to give you, like Job, double for your trouble. I wish somebody would throw up your hand and say, so-so. Sozo, oh, I didn't just come to the tent tonight, but I came to get with the heavenly priest that can be touched with the feeling of my infirmity. I don't know what you've been covering up. Come back to the music. I don't know what you've been covering up. I don't know what the enemy has eaten, gnawed, chewed up, taken. But tonight, I know you came to the priest. You came to the tent of meeting. You came to the service. But if you want the whole story, you want everything. That God has promised you. You want to restore the years. That the enemy has stolen. Taken. That you've lost. Across this room. I'm going to ask you to come. With your hands lifted up. Don't stand afar off. But come tonight. To the heavenly priest. 
come to the Lamb. I love this. I ain't going to preach it. But the tenth, the tithe came back. <laughs> you say that one for one Sunday. The tithe came back. Because the tithe always comes back to the heavenly priests. The tithe always comes back to Jesus. Comes back to the man. I ain't just talking about money. I'm talking about your time. I'm talking about your talent. I'm talking about your life. Tonight across this room. Whatever you're hiding. Whatever you're covering up. Whatever you're concealing. Whatever you've lost. Tonight the, the high priest, the heavenly priest wants to restore the years that the enemy has taken. With every head bowed, every eye closed real quick on this Sunday night. You're not saved. You're not sure. Maybe you've grown cold. You've got away from God. Maybe it's been so long since you felt His presence, felt His touch. And tonight you say, I want to be restored. I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. Or maybe even for the first time, I want to give my life to Him. If that's you, tonight you came to the tent but you say, I want to come to the heavenly priests. I want to come to the master, to the savior. I want you to shoot your hand up and say, that's me, preacher. Is there anybody who needs to come home? Anybody needs to rededicate your life across this room? Would you shoot your hand up if that's you? Anybody, anybody on this Sunday night? Hallelujah. I've seen a couple hands go up quickly. If that was you, I want you to just... Get out of your seat right now while all the saints are praying for you, lifting you up. I want you to get out of your seat, and I want you to come meet me. Don't sit back there and settle for the half or the crescent. Come and get the whole. Come and get everything God has for you. If that's you, would you come? Would you get out of your seat? Would you come? If that's you, would you come? Hallelujah. You lifted up your hand. Would you come and join me up here quickly, quickly? Just step out. If you want somebody to come with you, just grab them by the hand. Say, come with me. Come with me. That's you. Would you come? Would you come? Hallelujah. We'll give them a moment. Let's just lift our hands right now and praise him. Worship him. Come on. Thank him that he gave you the whole story. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Across this room, every person that needs God to restore some years of pain, of hurt, of brokenness. Tonight, you're not just going to get it in a song. You're not going to get it in a sermon. You've got to get it with the high priest that can be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Tonight, if you want to be whole, not just healed, not just cleansed, but you want to be made whole across this room. You want wholeness in your body, wholeness in your family.
wholeness in your spirit, wholeness in your life. I want you to get out of your seat. I just want you to walk down this aisle all across this room. Come on, come on, come on. You want wholeness, completeness. The couple hands I've seen that went up to rededicate your life, you just come up and join with them too. Across this room. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. Let's press in. Hallelujah. 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 Just come up with outstretched hands. Just begin to call on his name. Just begin to worship him. Just begin to adore him. Just begin.